This is Allison Gilliard with Run Your Story, where every story needs to be heard. And what a story you guys are going to hear. I am over the moon excited. I have been waiting to share this story for such a long time. And uh, it is none other than the amazing, the talented, just the incredible Miss Suzanne Clark. What a story. Thank you so much. I was so inspired by her story, especially the fact that she runs for someone else. And she shares that, and that inspired me, and that is how I run for Baker uh, came to be about, because that was just so inspiring for me. And, oh, wow, it was just, Suzanne, I already knew you were incredible and amazing and all the things, but getting to know your story and just who you are and what you do for the running community, I am in awe, my friend. You are incredible and truly gifted and such a beautiful runner. And just thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and thank you for inspiring me. So grateful. Hey guys, if you have not gotten that perfect Mother's Day or graduation gift, get on down to Do Goods Mercantile. You will not be disappointed and neither will your graduate or your mom. And that's what they said they wanted was Do Goods Mercantile. And super excited that they are a sponsor for the podcast for this month. Guys, you can find Do Goods Mercantile at 202 St. Michael Street, downtown, or you can even shop online. They make it that easy. Guys, Do Goods Mercantile, they carry items from companies that are literally doing good in some unique, very cool way. Many of the companies that Do Goods Mercantile carries, they employ people at risk or with disabilities. Others donate a portion of their profits to ministries and other nonprofits that they care about. Do Goods Mercantile is committed to connecting customers to companies who are uniquely generous and community-minded, and that is what the running community is. Guys, every time you make a purchase at Do Goods, you literally are making a difference. You're making Mobile better. You're making the state of Alabama better. You're making our our world better, literally, by a purchase. And so, so grateful for Annie and Chops and the whole staff do goods and what they do and that they're literally doing good. So get on down there, make mom happy, show your graduate you're proud of them. They've got everything. It's where I get my jewelry. They got leather stuff. I mean, guys, come on. You're going to want to go there. Food, it's amazing. Go there. You guys will be so glad you did and you'll make your mom happy and your graduate happy. So there you go. Do goods mercantile. Also, thank you so much for wanting to listen to this story and for following along with my dear friend, Suzanne Clark, and her Run Your Story. Thanks, my friend, for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. One, because you are such an incredible runner. You go literally all over. So I've been really looking forward to this because I've just all the questions. So there's <laughs> no. And then it's really cool because you actually adopted a dog that at the time a coworker and I had rescued. And yeah. so it's been fun to watch that journey as you and Matt are just great fur parents and <laughs> Yeah, I want to make a little page for her and have Mishka runs a 5K. I love that. She loves to run. I love that. Very fast. So I am so excited. What is your run story? Well, one day I just felt like running. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Looks like it's a great Forrest Gump fly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my run story is that a coworker wanted to do the Azalea Trail 5K. And she was looking for somebody to train with. And we were at lunch one day and she was sitting with me telling me about wanting to do that. And she wants to use the couch to 5K. So I was like, well, I used to run a little bit. I'll do it with you. Something to do. And we would go every day after school and do the couch to 5K. And then mm. we did the Azalea Trail 5K. Okay. And that's how it started. <laughs> After that, and actually on the Azalea Trail 5K, I placed in my age group, didn't even know it because I thought it only went three deep or something, not like fifth or something. That's incredible. So they sent my medal in the mail, and then I was hooked after that. I've got bling now. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to do this again. And uh, so I did. She stopped running because she had some foot issues after mm. that. I kept on, and I did a couple more 5Ks, and... There was a run, it was the Blessing of the Feet. Okay. Balabatry, along with the Blessing of the Fleet, and it was in May. And I was like, I'm gonna go do that. So I went down there, and it was before the race, and went to the Port Alley and met a girl named Melissa Ald. Yep. <laughs> so we were talking, and we became best buds. Anyway, we ran that race, and of course she was ahead of me. She had been running a little while longer, but I finished that one, my longest race. And after that, she and I, I started running together some. And I said, well, I'm going to do a half marathon straight from a four miler to a half marathon. I skipped the 10 K <laughs> and I went on to the half. And my first half marathon was the first light. Okay. And that's a group that was near and dear to my heart because I have a brother that's Down syndrome and the large people would come bowl with us because I'm on a bowling uh, league also. Wow. With special needs. So yeah, I said, well, I'm gonna make that my first half. So I did that and I ran another half and then I said, well, I'm gonna run a marathon. Okay. <laughs> so I was really hooked into running by now. And I did, my first marathon was the first light marathon also. Aww. So yeah. I did not know it was hard. <laughs> I trained, and luckily I trained around South Alabama mm. and Langham Park, so I knew the hills when they came up, but I did not know that was a hard first marathon mm. until someone told me. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I made it through that, but the thing is, at the end of that marathon, like around mile 18, 19, my legs just started cramping up really mm. bad. And my friend Melissa met me like right before the finish line. It was about a mile and a half to go. And she was like, come on, Sin, you can do it. I was like, I just don't know, Melissa. I know I'm going to do it. I might mm. just have to walk it in. No, you can do it. She encouraged me because she had ran it also and she had already finished. She encouraged me the whole way towards mm. the end and was like, go, you're a marathoner now. And so that gave me that little extra oh. pep in my step <laughs> to get through. And that was the beginning of my running the first couple of years. And then after that, I found this group because I was like addicted to running by now. Mm. I was running everything. <laughs> I was in Facebook groups. I was asking questions mm. about how to prevent blisters, how to prevent chafing. People were getting annoyed with me. <laughs> I had a million questions. 
what's better, zero drop or 10 millimeters? Yeah, All these questions sure. because I was barefoot running. Should I run barefoot at mm. least once a week? You know, I was like fanatic. And I found this group on Facebook. It was the I Run for Michael group. And it was special needs kids and adults. It was all ages. And you could sign up for a buddy and you could run for that buddy. So I finally got teamed up with a buddy and his name is Ryan. So then all my runs and races, I started dedicating to Ryan. And I had my little shirt, I run for Ryan. And so I could find other people in races. That's beautiful. So I still run for him and I just send him medals after a race and stuff. Stop it. So it's fun. I got to go meet him. I got to go up there a couple of times and we did do a color run together. That was fun. Oh, I bet. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you just, it's running for people who do Mm. not have the ability to run. It's a good thing. Yeah. I want to know, when did you get into trail running? At first when I started running, I hated trail, hated anything that had any slant. (laughs) I wanted it to be flat, concrete, no motion in the ankles much at all because my ankles were always sore Mm -hmm. after I ran. And I did start running a little bit when my daughter played softball. I would run around on the grass at her softball practices. That, I guess, was the beginning I still hated it though because it made my ankles so sore. But I guess after I've been running about four years or so, it's right before my 50th birthday actually. Oh, okay. So however long ago that was, I'm not going to say. I wanted to do a 50K for my 50th birthday. Okay. So I guess that's about the time. We had to do it in the bush and mm. run that. Okay. That was always fun. But I was like, I think I might want to do this 50K. And uh, Allison Lamey and some other people, maybe Stephanie Gillis. I don't really remember everybody if it was a while back. We would run at the bike trails at South before Mm. they changed them to where they are now. It's the same trails, just a different trailhead entrance. But we would meet out there maybe once a week and run the trails. And it was always fun, but I still Mm. didn't really like it. (laughs) Because it's just Rudy and all that, so it took me a while to love trails, but now I do. It doesn't bother me anymore, but that 50K for my 50th birthday was my, I guess, my first love of trail running. Oh, the beginning that's, of it. I love that. Yeah. And where was that one at? It was the MS-50. Okay. Yeah, over at the Soto National Forest near Laurel. I don't remember exactly what little town it's but it's right before you get to laurel oh yep that is so cool five times seriously yeah oh my heavens wow that see muddy mess it's so much fun (laughs) (laughs) oh my word so what are some lessons that you've learned from running lessons i've learned do not compare yourself to others number one i Mm -hmm. believe because in the beginning i would compare myself and it's comparison is a thief of joy you cannot enjoy running Mm. comparing yourself to what other runners are doing so i think that would be the number one number two would be never ever give up Mm. so far knock on the wood (laughs) 
have not had the DNF. I know that day is probably coming. I've thought about it a few times, <laughs> but I just keep going. So mm. what, what always pops up in my brain about when I get that dark thought about, I just need to quit. This is mm. just terrible. My grandmother had a shirt, a t-shirt. It was an old raggedy t-shirt. She used to wear it all the time. And it had this crane or a pelican or something, some kind of bird eating a frog. And the, fro it's, the frog had his hand around the bird's neck, choking it. And it said, never, ever give up. And that's what I think about what? in the dark times. <laughs> you visualize that yeah, t-shirt. that t-shirt that my grandmother always wore. That's one thing that keeps me going is that memory of her. And just that there is magic in the misery. If you keep mm. going, just keep moving forward. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and you will be successful. You'll reach that finish line, whether you have to crawl or roll or <laughs> get somebody to drag you across, but don't give up. Those are good. That's really yeah. good. Now I'm going to visualize the bird the and the frog. Yeah. That's amazing. Up. <laughs> Fight till the finish. <laughs> so I have to know what is your favorite race and why? I can't say I have a favorite race. I okay. have a few that I love doing every year. Okay. And one would be the first light half. We, I would like to do the marathon again if they ever bring it. But mm -hmm. right now they're just sticking with a half that they had this year. That was always fun. I like the Azalea Trail. And oh, what's another one? I had so many. One I really enjoyed that I could say might be my favorite, but I've only done it one time, is the Gasparilla Distance Challenge. Okay. That was two days of running, and I think we ran 31 miles over two days for that. So it was two back-to-back -back runs every both days. Wow. So how did that work? I think we did a 15K and a... 10k maybe on Saturday and then on Sunday we did a 5k and a half or oh, something wow. like that. Okay. It was just yeah different distances you could pick but we did all four of them. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> it was four. It was a lot. Yeah it was 31 miles. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That one was a lot of fun. They had a lot of good medals and stuff. Yeah. yeah that's that. I will say I enjoy Facebook stalking you because of all the different races you go to. That I'm like, one, how did she even find that? But then two, like you just, it's just so cool to see all the different places you've been and you've been running. So I Facebook admire you, I guess is what I should say. Because I just think, I'm like, that is so cool. I There was one race you just came back from and it had the soldiers, like, pictures, like, lined up. Oh, that was Caltown, the Caltown Ultra. Man. Texas. And I just was like, that is so it was the cool. the whole mile. It was very emotional. Sure, yeah. It's like, how dare y'all? I'm going to go cry the whole That's mile. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful, though. Man, I love that. That is so cool. What is your pre-race routine? Pre-race, I like to have, especially if I'm out of town, Get everything ready the night before, mm, mm -hmm. have it all laid out, ready to go. All my little hydration mixed up, make sure I have all my gels and things just laid out and ready. Yeah. And I set five alarms. <laughs> and Do you really? I don't want to. Yeah, that's one of my fears is 
oversleeping. Oh, for sure. And uh, I usually get up on the first one though, but I just sit extra just in case. <laughs> and uh, I get up not too terribly early, maybe an hour and a half before. I know a lot of people get up earlier than that, but I don't. <laughs> and I just eat a first coffee. Got to have at least two cups of coffee to open my eyes and go. <laughs> and I just eat a little, depending on the distance. Sure. It's just a less than a half. I don't really eat, but maybe a piece of toast and a banana, something like that. And if it's a marathon or something or a longer race, I will eat like those crust uncrustables. Okay. Or if I'm out of town, sometimes it's peanut butter and jelly sandwich and that's pretty much my before race routine we i have, like that yeah have a lot of stuff i do yeah that's i might awesome. warm up a little bit before the race <laughs> if it's not super long if it's really long i just warm up my first mile or that's so. right yeah. <laughs> we're like we're not adding anything extra no, to this sometimes i do but not on those days post-race routine Post-race, I like to go find the protein right afterward. Mm. That muscle recovery started. And I'm really not ready to eat for a while because I'm just usually just hot and just tired and I just want to go sit down or something. But I fight that urge and try to walk around a little bit, drink a protein shake or mm. whatever they have that has some protein in it, start hydrating again because I sweat really bad, I cramp up a lot. So I have to wa watch out for that. And then a couple hours later, I'm ready to eat whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any special thing I like to eat afterwards, just whatever I'm in the mood for. Gotcha, okay, yep. okay, got it. Take a nap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Always a nap. Favorite running item? That would be my Nathan Hydration Vest. I love it. Okay. It's the most comfortable one I've found. No. And you take it to all the races? Not all the races, just maybe halves and longer distances okay. because anything less, I just take a handheld, but that is my favorite item because it's just so comfortable. Yeah. It's just right there. You don't have to worry about anything in your hands. Absolutely. And all the little extra pockets that right. they so nice. All the gels. Okay. I got to know this. What's your favorite running shoes? That would be the Newton Motion. Okay. Whatever model they're on now, I think it's 11. <laughs> but I've been wearing those for a long time. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Probably since my, I probably found, started in on my second year of running. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been wearing okay. them ever since. I have other shoes, but those are my favorite. Gotcha. What about your trail shoes? What do you like to run in? I have Ultra Long Peak trail shoes. Gotcha. Wow. Those are my favorite. Okay. So you are a zero drop girl. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> some ultra raid shoes also but yeah my newtons are almost zero drop so they're all kind of compatible yeah to switch in and out i love it that's awesome yeah. favorite running fuel it was uh roctane okay but recently i have switched to the gels by crank sports to tell okay i tried them out on a couple of long training runs and my legs were not sore the next day. So I took okay. them to Cowtown with me, which was a road 50K. And road 50Ks oh. to me are a lot, well, I guess to everybody, they're just harder on your body than a yeah. trail 50K. And my legs were not sore the next day. They were tired. 
granted, but they were not sore. So right hmm. now I'm in love with the e-gels. Okay, so where did you find these at? I guess you could get them at any running store. I bought okay. mine at Run and Try. Okay, mm -hmm. and it's just e-gel. 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 Huh. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I hadn't heard sports. of that. That's really cool. Okay, very cool. Favorite running memory? That would be my first marathon with Melissa coming back for me mm. and just encouraged me to the finish and her saying at the end, guys, Suzanne, you're a marathoner. That just uh. put chills all over me and I still think about that. That's that sweet. first marathon, yep. Oh, my favorite I love running that. memory. Running jams? Anything from 1970, maybe even 60, to present day, I have on my playlist. My favorite, I think, is Queen's Don't Stop Me Now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is my song. <laughs> Which also correlates to the frog holding the bird yeah. saying, Don't Stop Me. <laughs> I have of shinedown I love shinedown so I have a lot of this just inspirational to me and positive mm. energy I've got the killers I've got some Chicago okay I've got fallout boy I've got disturbed mm -hmm. whatever yeah just whatever I like whatever makes me move that's right <laughs> I love that. do you have a favorite recovery tool that's probably the sofa oh yeah um I have recovery tools but usually I just take, like, after a long run or a long race, I'll take an Epsom salt bath, mm. and I will rub some of that, some kind of lotion. I forgot what it's called, but anyway, it's got all the bicarbonate stuff in it and okay. magnesium. And I rub that on my legs. But that was before I found the e-gels also. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, just the Epsom salt bath. I'll put some of that recovery stuff on my legs and take a nap. <laughs> Make sure I hydrate well. There we go. But yeah. I don't really have a tool. I have some foam rollers and stuff and the gun, mm. the massage gun, but I wouldn't say any of those are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very fair point right there. <laughs> Do you have a favorite cross-training activity? I do yoga. Okay. Try to about once a week. Um, I used to love to go swimming, but right now mm. I don't have a place to go swim. I just need to sign back up for something. But that I think would be my favorite if I still mm. did it because mm -hmm. I just really loved swimming and just the weight, almost mm. weightlessness of That's it. That's right. Because yeah. <laughs> I do sink, but. Yeah, that would, that and yoga, I would mm. think. Yeah, I'm 110% with you. It's just something about being in the pool and mm. getting the laps in. They were just like, wow. It's relaxing. Yeah. Absolutely. It uses all your muscles. Mm. Yep. What has been your worst race and why? That's easy because every time I think I'm having a bad race, I go back to this one race, oh. and that was the Rock and Roll New Orleans. Oh, okay. I was trying out a new nutrition plan that I had concocted in my head <laughs> and it just was terrible I started cramping up at like mile 13 oh and it was hot and I made it to maybe mile 20 21 mm. and I was just bonked out I couldn't do anything to make myself feel better I was just cramping up all from my hips down was just Ugh. one big cramp and I met a 
well, it's a friend of mine's husband along the way, and he was having a bad time too. So we just kind of walked and mm. cut jokes <laughs> together about how bad we were feeling, singing that one of those lawyer commercial <laughs> things about frogs on a lily pad and <laughs> misery. And <laughs> it was bad. So that's the worst race ever for me. It wasn't a terrible race. It was mm. probably actually a great race. But for me, that was the mm. worst race ever. And we did make it to the finish line because we were getting our jacket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we made it. And now you have a memory. Yeah, like, <laughs> the worst race memory ever. <laughs> Let's say that somebody comes to you and they say, I want you to give me some advice because I want to start running or walking or moving, anything like that, what is something that you would tell them? I would tell them to start out slow. Just start where you are. Do what mm. you can. If it's just 10 minutes, go 10 minutes. And do that for the whole week. And don't increase your training more than 10%. So the next week you might do like maybe 11 minutes mm -hmm. or something. And just work your way from there and don't worry about what this person's doing to your right or your left. Just stay mm. in your little hula hoop and do you. And get fitted for some shoes. That's important because if your shoes aren't a good fit for you, you're going to get blisters, mm. you're going to have shin splints or other types, Achilles issues, things like that. So a good pair of shoes are important. And just take it slow, I guess. That's good. I like it. It's really good advice. Goals, my dear? Right now, I don't have any goals. My goal right now is to kind of rest the rest of this year. Hmm. I've told myself, now I can't promise, <laughs> but I have told myself I'm not going to do anything more than a half for the rest of this year. Okay. December. That's all I'm going to do. Because I was kind of burnt out after that last 50K. So I did a couple of marathons, like, really close together and then that. So it kind of just was a lot on my body. And long-term goals, I want to do another 50-miler. Mm. I've done one of those. And I think I can do better. So I want to do another one of those and maybe 100K. Wow, um, okay. I really want to do this race called the Havilene, Havilene 100 and it has 100k and it's in how like right during Halloween and you get to dress up while you run but I've heard it's really hard so <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever do it but that's a dream a mm, goal okay goal. wow but yeah a mantra do you have anything uh that you say to yourself Embrace the suck. Yeah. You get in that dark place, you just have to embrace it and come to terms with it and accept it and keep mm, going. Wow. Yep, embrace the suck. That's good. Yeah. What is your favorite distance to run? I keep going back to this and I need to hit myself in the head with <laughs> something, but I think it's the 50K. Okay. I just, on a trail. Okay. Yeah. Now I've done a couple of road ones. They were fun, but it's something about just being on the trail mm -hmm. all day for me. Yeah. <laughs> other people aren't out there all day, but yeah, a good day on the trail. A 50K, I think is my favorite distance. Mm, I love that. That's very cool. When you're not running, what do you like to do? I have lots of little things I 
do around. I have hobbies. I, have, I like to craft a little bit. Okay. I like to play with my dogs. I like to read. So that's about it. I do have a paddle board also in the summertime. That Ooh, Yeah, I do okay. that a pretty good bit in the summer. And you run with your grandbaby. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. I ran with her three or four times. She's quite the challenge. <laughs> Yeah, I admire these people with strollers that right. are passing me all the time. That's, ooh, they're the real superstars. Right. <laughs> I love it. I will say I love watching you and Tanya run together because you guys were so kind at the Bayou Labashery run this past, I guess, December. But y'all stopped at the water station. You're like, let's take a selfie. Yeah. And it was just like... Y'all have put in the work when we were just cheering y'all, but y'all, like y'all left and I was like, that was so much fun. Like, <laughs> and I mean, it was just, it was so kind and just so sweet of y'all. So y'all are just so much fun yeah. to watch. And then the fact that sometimes you guys color coordinate your outfits. And half the time, it's not even planned. <laughs> sometimes we plan it, but half the time we don't. That's even better. I love it. <laughs> Just, yeah, we're twins today. Yay. <laughs> I love that. Oh, just know that your energy is felt. Like the two of you are just incredible and just so kind as, as runners and just, and as people. But seriously, like it meant a lot. I was like, that was so sweet of them. That was yeah, really that special. Was a, that was a fun day. It was hot that day oh, too, but yeah. that was fun. That yeah. was a fun race. And I, was, I liked it down there. It was mm -hmm. the first year it had been down there. Yep. So my friend, any final words of wisdom? I guess my final words of wisdom would be to never give up. I'm pretty sure that day is coming when I'll have to like DNF or something, but never give up. And everybody has bad days. Running life li like life has its ups and downs. And you're either in the valley or you're on the mountaintop. Mm. And when you're in the valley, that's the dark place. You might consider giving up. This is the end. I'm not going to do it anymore. But if you just wait it out and keep going, try again another day, try again a few months from now because everybody's had injury, just do what you can. Because there was a time I was hurt. That was my valley. I couldn't run. And I know several people going through that right now. And I really thought I wasn't going to run again for, in my mind, forever. But, and I just walked and did what I could and yeah. let myself heal. And a, a few months later, I was back at it. And it was a struggle to get back. So never give up. Do what you can and mm. just have fun with it. And if you can't run, it's a good time to volunteer. And so you can still be a part of that atmosphere. I know mm -hmm. some people doing that right now as well. <laughs> and I am appreciating them. <laughs> Grateful for them mm -hmm. for mm. doing that because they just bring the joy to running for mm. me also. And I hope to be able to do that one mm. day. For other people. Well, you, you do that already, yeah. just so you know. Well, so. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you, my friend. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I've been looking forward to this. Yay. Awesome. Woo. What a run story. Thank you so much, my friend, Suzanne. Like, I already knew how incredible you are. I already knew that. But getting to sit down and hear your story, it is just beautiful, just like you. I'm just so grateful for you and Matt. 
on what you guys do for our running community. You're extraordinary human beings. You're extraordinary runners. And just so grateful for you. You guys are a power couple and I just absolutely adore you and think the world of you. And I know you've got such great big things ahead of you. And I get to be there to cheer you on. And I love that. You make the running community what it is. And thank you for what you do with Port City Pacers. Thank you for what you do for always speaking life into others and just being the runner that you are. Just incredible. Just thank you, my friend. A huge shout out to Do Goods Mercantile for being our sponsor for this month and all that they're doing for our community with Run Good and Do Good for Shop Good. I just, you guys are incredible. And I just wanna say thank you again for believing in runner's story, believing in what we do and the mission together. Just, I absolutely love Do Goods and Ann Chops. They're amazing. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always guys, like us on Facebook, Instagram, share us. That's how the word gets out. It's how your stories get shared with more people. So share us on social media. We also have a website you can go to. Speaking of, you should also check out Giller Tech Services where he can update your current website or he can create you a new one. He is extraordinary. And he also has an AI camp coming up as well for this summer. So check him out at Gilliard Tech Services. He's also on social media, also has a website. And as always, thank you to Mars Hill for providing a safe place for us to be able to sit and chat and share our hearts and our stories about running. They believe in the running community. They believe in us. And so we're, again, grateful for that. Also, guys, you can become a Patreon supporter. We really appreciate all of our Patreon supporters and what they do and how much they mean to us. They keep this podcast going. And so that's a huge deal for us. So thank you again for listening, sharing us, liking us, commenting. We like to hear all about the different stories that you like and for supporting us through Patreon. And so just thank you for all that you guys do for letting us be a part of your story and for letting us share your stories. It truly is an honor. And Suzanne, thank you again for sharing your story. It has now become a part of my story. And yeah, so now I can't wait to go hit the pavement and run with you, my friends. So guys, as always, lace up those shoes, go run your story because every story needs to be heard.